Hey everyone, and welcome to the Envision Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Hanquist, and I'm the CEO of Envision Nutrition. We're here to take you from imagining your future possibilities to turning them into actual realities. Each week, we'll be taking you into a glimpse of the lives of other successful, busy, working professionals who have somehow through it all been able to make health and fitness a continuous staple in their life. Today, I'm chatting with one of Envision's very own, Brandy One. Brandy has been helping people just like you navigate the holidays successfully for years. And today, we're going to share with you some of our best tips and strategies for navigating your holiday so that you can come out the other side proud and guilt-free. So let's welcome Brandy to the show. Good morning, everyone. I'm here with our Envision Nutrition coach, Brandy Wan. Morning, Brandy. Morning. We are going to talk with you guys today about holidays. And I think this is going to be really good for you because we're going to put this out literally right before Thanksgiving. And we're going to talk a lot about navigating through the holidays when we should decide to, you know, track our food, stay on task, and when we should decide just to not worry about it. So we were just chatting. I actually sometimes wish I would press record before because it's so funny. We we start chatting about, you know, memories of the holidays. I was telling Brandy about, you know, holidays were like Thanksgiving. It was just what you did, just like let's see who can be the most miserable by the end of the meal and, you know, having to unbutton your pants and roll onto the couch. (laughs) I can even remember another one where I was so looking forward to this like epic Thanksgiving day cheat day. Yeah. Like imagining all the food I was going to eat. And then when I showed up, it was all, it was like a store-bought Thanksgiving, which can be good, but can be good. Yeah. I was like, no, it was such a letdown. And I was like, man. (laughs) Well, and like for me, as of late, like the last several years, I feel like sweet potatoes and turkey and green beans, like I eat that crap every single day of my life. And so it's like almost just not even that big of a deal anymore. But it's like for me, it's the drinks and the desserts and that kind of thing that we don't normally have around that I kind of tend to be like, hmm, what's over here? So I want to give kind of just chat back and forth about, you know, how, you know, we kind of tell our clients and um, just try to talk to them a little bit about how, you know, what is the best approach for the holidays? So let's say that you have a client that comes to you, Brandy, and, and just ask, you know, what should I do for Thanksgiving? Or, you know, what does your planning with them look like on a coaching call? Yeah. So I'm having this conversation with all my clients this week, and I even started prefacing it like last week just Mm -hmm. to get them thinking in the right mindset. And some of it is asking them, you know, what do they want from it? You know, because um, I don't expect people to never stray off the path, you know, like, right. Yeah. Certain things are special occasions. Thanksgiving, the holidays are a time that we gather around food, you know, and So sometimes it's more important to just let yourself enjoy the moment, the food, the people and worry about, you know, the diet later. And then for other people that they might not be ready for that. That might stress them out too much, you know? So it comes down to that too, of having that conversation, but maybe it can be like, 
if you weigh and measure your food, like, please don't bust out your food scale in front of your whole family. <laughs> like you don't need to be that person. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, perhaps if you're like in a prep and your right. show like really close, it don't might be yeah. maybe in that situation, but majority of people aren't in that boat right now. Um, no. You don't need to do that. You can eyeball your portions for the one day, you know, the yeah. one meal. It's gonna be yeah. enough. Um, but yeah, so for those people who maybe the idea of taking a day or a half a day off from the plan might stress them out too much, then we just talk about, you know, eyeballing their portions, what that might look like. You know, the one great thing about the traditional Thanksgiving meal is there are a lot of really healthy options yeah. mixed with a lot of really unhealthy, tasty options. Yeah. So, you know, load that plate up with turkey, get some sweet potato, you know, whatever, veggies, salad, and then then really look at the other options of all you for example, I don't really like pumpkin pie that much, so I'm not gonna waste my time on it. Yeah. You know, but there's another dessert that looks really amazing. Don't just you know, put it on your plate because it's there. Yeah, you don't yeah. have to take it just because it's there. Yeah. So, you know, you may not have control of what foods you have to choose from, mm-hmm. but you have control of what foods you put on your plate and put in your mouth. Well, and I know that at least for our family, we kind of pick who's going to bring what. And so I always offer to bring like a sweet potato or a dessert because then I can control and I know what is going into that too. Um, but you know, and obviously it's hard with, with cheesecake, but, (laughs) but at least like, like you said, like take what you want and take how much you're going to need of what you're, what you're wanting. You don't have to take like, just because somebody cut a four inch slice of pie doesn't mean you have to take that huge slice. You can cut that in half. Yeah. And if you, this goes for any kind of like potluck situation. If you grab something and you take a couple of bites and you're like, no, this isn't very good. Yeah. Just you don't, don't need just to keep eating it. to eat it about hurting someone's feelings, yep. you know, like yep. just, <laughs> just move on to the things that you really like, you know? Yeah. So that's really the conversation I'm having with my clients. Um, and like, if they're, you know, this year is so crazy. Some people are traveling. Some people are just staying home amongst yeah. their own family. Some are having really small groups, you know, but if, if this is going to be, let's say you are traveling somewhere and it's going to be several days, you know, then we're also talking about, okay, do you want this whole week to be a break? Let's talk about how to do that. Sometimes that's needed and totally fine. Do Mm -hmm. you want to just save like Thanksgiving day as like your special day off and try to stay mostly somewhat normal, you know, the other days, then we kind of talk about how to strategize that. And really, I think one of the most important things is having the conversation, even if it's just with yourself beforehand, because that sets you up so much better than flying by the seat of your pants and getting there and being so determined that you're just not going to stray from the path. And then it just kind of, Oh, somebody, Oh man, but that looked so good. I had to have it. And then once I well, had that thing, the day and was, then you have your friends and family saying, Oh, just eat it. It's just one yeah. day. Like you've got all this extra outside pressure, you know? Yeah. So I think if you don't put that pressure on yourself to begin with, people are mm-hmm. going to honestly leave you alone. If you are putting food on your plate, you're eating what you want. You're not making a big deal about it. Exactly. So when you kind of make that decision beforehand, 
then your mindset about it too is a lot better. And you typically avoid any guilt associated with being like, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't have eaten all that. I had three sugar cookies, you know, or whatever. Um, you just kind of were like, this was this time I had set aside and I knew this was going to be the way it was. It's okay. And then I'm getting right back to my normal plan tomorrow, you know, right away. Well, and I think too, that's the biggest thing is like, okay, so you ate more than you planned. You know, I mean, what is being guilty and beating yourself up about it going to do? How is that going to positively help you move forward in the right direction? I feel like a lot of times guilt is almost the shame spiral that twists you down even further. And then you're going to continue to make crappy decisions. Whereas Mm -hmm. if you just check it off the list, it happened. Let's just move on and try better next time. Yep. And if you try to punish yourself the next day or two with, let's say, extra exercise and less food, yeah, you're more than likely just delaying a binge. Absolutely. And your body needs to eat and it, you know, does not like to be over-exercised. So yeah. you might make it for that day, but then you're going to- Two days later, you be starving. Uncontrollable cravings. Yeah. <laughs> you're better off just getting right back to normal. Maybe you feel a little bloated for a couple of days, make sure you're drinking lots of water, you know, and then within a day or two, you're going to be feeling just totally normal again. Yeah. And it a thing was no big deal. And I think too, um, another, and, and that brings up a good point too, is I think that there's oftentimes either the situation where there's so many leftovers for the next several days or you have multiple Thanksgivings to go to. And when do you choose when to stay on track and when do you choose which one where you don't worry about guilt? Um, You know, so I think that's important too, that you really can't have four days of free for all. I mean, you can and get right back on, but I think having that mindset of just screw it for four days because I have four days of holidays, like that's going to be really hard to stay on track that way. Oh yeah, for sure. And yeah, the multiple Thanksgiving dinners and whatnot is challenging. And I like how, what you said, like pick the one that you're going to go more all out and pick the one that you're going to stay more on track and more on track could still include having dessert. It just doesn't, it just means not having a piece of pie. That's like this big, you know, it means like having a smaller piece where you can still enjoy a little bit of everything. And you know, again, maybe you make like a one plate rule because Thanksgiving is like seriously all about gluttony, right? So like, like, all right, I'm going to have one plate of food and one dessert or something like that. You know, like you can kind of make some little goals for yourself that might not 100% fit into like your current uh, dietary plan, but it's still more or less on track. Yeah. It's better than having a four day free for all. Yes. So two, um, let's talk about not skipping meals to quote unquote, save up for the big mm-hmm. one. Um, because I mean, when I was a kid, like we talked earlier, I would just like, it would honestly almost be a competition of who could wait the longest and then eat the most. And you were just so hungry at that point that you didn't care what was in front of your face. You were just going to eat it. And yeah. But now, you know, I've learned that if I have my oatmeal and eggs in the morning and I am hydrated and I drink all of my water, 
it's not near as big of a deal, all this food in front of you as it would be when you're literally like saving up for it. Yeah. I think the starving until the the big meal is about the worst thing you could do because you will end up eating way more than you would have if you just would have eaten more or less normally leading up to it. So yeah, like have your, I think there's two ways that you can approach this that both work really well. Keep your food pretty much exactly the same leading up to that meal. Then there's only one meal that is off, yep. you know? So yeah, you have your oatmeal for your breakfast or whatever you eat your normal lunch, you're staying hydrated. And then you roll into that Thanksgiving dinner or that evening meal and just enjoy yourself and move on. The other way, if you are like stressed out about the total overall calorie load (laughs) is then I recommend to my clients that they keep their earlier meals, protein and veggie primarily so that you're keeping fats on the lower end and like your carbs on the lower end. That way just gives you a little bit of a bigger buffer. Yeah. Um, but what I don't recommend is starving and or just drinking three or four protein shakes and that's it until the big meal. Yeah. That well, you, I think it's the, you know, it's so easy to get carbohydrates and fats. Yeah. I mean, that's how people make their dishes taste so good. They load it with butter and sugar. And I mean, it's easy to get carbs and fats. It's, you know, Thanksgiving's a little bit different because you're having turkey, but you know, and probably ham too. But I mean, for the most part, getting a good clean vegetable and getting your good clean protein on those days where you're literally potlucking it is very challenging because it's so filled with these decadent things to make it taste really good. So I agree that loading up on your vegetables and good protein earlier in the day will definitely help you you know, not only get your micronutrients in, but it also get, you know, help you get that fiber in that you need to keep your system moving. Yeah. <laughs> and then two, let's talk about alcohol consumption. Um, uh, because I think this is a big one. Um, you know, for me, not up until, you know, becoming an adult was alcohol really that present in holidays, but now it's like, yeah, let's have wine all day or let's have beers all day. And then you're also consuming a load of calories in addition to that. Yeah. And do you ever notice the more you drink, the more you end up eating also? Yeah. Especially later. Yeah. (laughs) Dessert is busted out. (laughs) Uh Yeah. So I like in these types of situations, if it's like more of a holiday gathering event thing, I like to just have my clients kind of set a realistic drink limit for themselves. Um, two, maybe it's two, maybe it's four, you know, that's going to be individualized because especially if this is like, Oh, well, we're showing up at aunt so-and-so's house at like 11 and we're not eating till six, (laughs) depending on like the kind of person you are drink 10 plus drinks by the end of the day. Right. And maybe you're okay with that. Maybe you're not, you know, so I like to have people set that limit and then also talk about, you know, what are you going to be drinking? Because for some people like a light beer goes down so fast versus maybe a wine or like a whiskey or a scotch where you kind of have to drink it slower or most people will drink it slower. So I'll even talk to them about maybe that might be a better option than just loading up on Bud Light and White Claw all day. 
you know, and just like, well, yeah. And I think you make a good point there too, because sometimes at the holidays, there's like the holiday cocktails that's loaded yeah. with the sugar and all this extra mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, also that's the stuff that's going to make you feel hungover is all that stuff that's loaded with sugar. Plus you're not drinking yeah. water. So maybe have, I like to call it a spacer <laughs> between the drinks. It's just having a glass of water between drinks. So not yeah. only does it help slow you down, it's going to keep you hydrated and make you, you know, the more you drink, obviously too, the, the less, um, wise your decisions are going to be the less clear headed you're going to be. And, you know, the more you drink, the more you're going to want to drink. So having that spacer in between choosing, you know, the less sugary options versus, you know, the pitcher of whatever cocktail they made, um, maybe bring your own too. maybe bring your one bottle of wine. And when that's gone, that's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there are a lot of different ways that you can tackle the alcohol thing and still feel good, uh, you know, good about it. And, yeah. um, yeah, just again, being honest with yourself of, are you going to be drinking all day? And is that what you really want? It, you know, again, maybe this is a day when you decide you do, and you're just willing to pay the consequences for a couple of days after, yeah. um, don't want that. Then, you know, I think a lot of times saying I'm going to try to not drink at all, just ends up backfiring. So setting that couple of drinks, two, three, four, whatever it might be, or I'm just going to have wine with my dinner meal, you know, Yep. great. Then you're yep. having some and you're not totally deprived. And then no one's going to be like, how come you're not drinking if, you know, and because the peer pressure too, and sometimes you just don't want to get into it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so you would just rather not worry about it. And- if you normally would drink anyway, just having a couple then it's no big deal. Well, and I think too, it's really a good idea to live just in general in a fashion that you are happy living with. I think sometimes people go through this weight loss journey thinking that it's a short period of time. And then once the weight is off, they can go back to their normal life. And that's not the case. Like we're trying to build habits that we can live with for the long haul. So it's not just about this holiday. It's about the rest of the holidays going forward. How do you want to go through them? And yeah, we can lay back a little more on the holidays, but you don't want to be so restrictive that you just really can't adhere to it. It's not a normal lifestyle for you. So we're really trying to create that positive relationship with food. And we're trying to create a healthy lifestyle habit that we can live with going forward. Absolutely. Um, and I think too, like the, the biggest one, at least for me was realizing that, okay, I have ate a lot. Um, maybe I've had a drink or two, too many. And then, you know, the first few times that I, um, went for a walk or got some sort of movement in after, you know, maybe after the dishes are done or whatever, I felt so good. So I think even going for a mile or two walk, I know sometimes it's really cold, but just bundle up and bring your walking shoes, but getting in a little bit of activity of, you know, a little while after you eat, not only gets that blood moving, it gets the food moving through your system. You're just going to feel so much better. And I feel like your overall activity for the day is going to be a little bit higher because of it. Yeah. And just getting some fresh air if you can. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's a good tip. 
Yeah. So again, I think this all goes back to healthy habits, asking yourself, does this the support, does this support the lifestyle I want to have for the long haul? Is this something that I can sustain? You know, I think in general, going through your holidays with a more laid back attitude, but having your goals still in the back of your mind and knowing the more drinks you have, the farther away those goals are going to be in your mind. Yeah. Okay. So I have a good tip for this is great for really any gathering, but let's talk, you know, talking Thanksgiving, Christmas holiday events. Yeah. But this plays out anytime you're going somewhere where there's like a spread of food is we already talked about don't starve yourself all day, but what do you do when you get there? And there's just a smorgasbord of food laid out in front of you, you know, what do you do. And I think one of the most important things that you can do is not sit yourself down right in front of the counter that has all the food laid out on it. Especially because there's going to be like the appetizers that are set out, like little candied nuts and the dip and the veggies and the crackers and the cheese and all this. Like, and then that's not even like the meal. No. So, you know, I mean, I've done this so many times. You just sit down and you just start mindlessly eating, you know? So if you better off, there's usually little plates, grab a plate, load it up with whatever you want, and then walk away and go sit and chat with somebody or, you know, spot where you can enjoy your food. And, but yeah, try your best not to just park your butt right in front of all of it, because you just won't even realize how much you end up eating. And then, then, then there will be dinner and then there will be dessert after that. So I just think that's a really good tip and you make your plate of food. And let's say when you're done with it, you're like, oh man, that one thing was so good. I want some more of that. Go back and get some more, you know, like that's okay. But it's so much better than just sitting there and just grabbing chip after chip into that artichoke dip, you know, or whatever. And you don't even realize how much you've had. Yeah. I think that's a really good point because I can't tell you how many times I've just like, cause we're just having conversation. Maybe you are waiting to see what you can help out with or whatever. But then before you know it, like, did I just have 10 chips with dip on it? Or, you know, how many of those that like, you don't even know, you can't even recollect how many items you just ate. Whereas if you put it on a plate, you have a visual like, okay, I have this much going on. And yeah, I think that's a very good point. And I think when it comes back to um, deciding when to try to stay more or less on track, have a plan and when to just decide that it's okay to just not worry about just enjoy yourself with a meal, you know, especially this time of year, I think the worst thing you could do is just throw your hands up in the air between now and January 1st. Oh yeah. You want to avoid that. Even if you had a couple of events every week between now and then, like you one can still keep, you know, more or less all of your other meals outside of that pretty much to their norm and how they should be. And then at those, every occasion can't be a special occasion. Right. And I think Absolutely. that's the trap we fall into this time of year is like you had said before, pick and choose which ones this event is really special to me. And, you know, grandma makes this special homemade, whatever. I don't want to miss that. But then yeah. this other thing over here, we're going to a restaurant where I know I can get like a fish, you know, a carb and some steamed veggies. And maybe I have a glass of wine and I can call that good. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how you balance it out is you don't have to get, you know, 
it can't all be a free for all. And if it is, you're going to finish out the year feeling really just probably like bloated and maybe a little upset with some of your choices. And then you're going to be yeah. looking for that quick fix January one thing that you're not going to yes. be able to sustain. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, as many of these habits that you can keep up with that you've hopefully been implementing. And if you're not, and it's like, okay, it's time. I need to do something now. Don't wait until January. Start making some changes now. Start putting a little more attention on eating protein. You know, if your breakfast doesn't contain any form of protein, start there, you know, switch out the bowl of cereal for something that has some protein in it, you know, just add little places there. If you don't hardly ever eat vegetables, try throwing them in two or three times a week, you know, it's just low changes that we can make and get us, you know, it's a long process. We've got our whole lives to, you know, be healthy and be caring about what we eat. None of this is ever just a six week thing. Like we want to think it could be, like you said, we don't finish the diet and go back to our old way of eating and maintain what we worked hard for. Right. Well, and two, I think that goes back to not using food as a reward or a punishment. And I think that is so, um, such a misconceived topic because so many people, let's say that they started, let's say they started in January and they've made it this far and they've done really good. Let's not use the holidays as a reward for your hard work because you can unravel your entire year of progress in the six short weeks. You really can. And so not using food as a reward, like, oh, I deserve this, but using food as, you know, like, yeah, it's the holidays. Food is entertainment during this particular holiday what can I do to enjoy my life, but still have my goals met? Absolutely. Because for most of us, gaining weight is surprisingly easy and losing weight is incredibly hard. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah exactly. it, it's a little shockingly scary how fast you can pack on some weight. Granted, if it's like done in a short period of time, it's right. It's, all going to stick with you. Yeah, like if you're waking up on black Friday morning and stepping on the scale and it's like eight pounds more, like calm down. It's yeah. water retention. Yeah, that's not all going to last. That's not <laughs> the body fat you packed on overnight. Right. But if you do it day after day after day over four, five, six days, you are probably going to gain some body fat. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it is what it is. Your body's not going to be able to expend all of that energy that you're putting into it. So, um, and then again, I want to reiterate that using exercise as a punishment for yourself, it's not the same, like consuming in and then exercising out. It's not calorie for calorie. It's not going to come out the same as you put it in. Correct. And you know, the thing that we, we highly overestimate how many calories we burn exercising, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're eating essentially all day long. You have to make choices about your food from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. Mm-hmm. You're working out at most one time a day for most everybody. Right? right. Yeah. So, and that's not to try to get you to be like, well, maybe I should work out twice a day. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying you have to remember. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, the exercise more as it helps shape our body, you know, 
to have that nice, good fit look. And it just feels good to move, right? Versus sitting down all day and laying around. But the food that we eat is, if you had to pick one, the food is more important than the exercise. Like, yeah. When you put them together is when really the magic happens with your health, your inside and your outside of your body is going to be. And you know, the whole reason behind you can't out train a bad diet. I mean, there is so much truth to that because Mm -hmm. you can't go and eat McDonald's all day long. And just because you went on a five mile run, it's it's not going to equal out at all. First of all, after age 30, our muscle starts to decrease. And so we need to be doing resistance training, you know, and secondly, are you eating to fuel your workouts? If not, you're, I mean, you're going to have crazy blood sugar levels and and that's not healthy for you either. Yeah. Yep. So, so good. So I think, you know, this, hopefully you guys gain a lot from this, but choosing, you know, if you're going to have that four or five day long, I think COVID is going to be helpful this year with not having quite as many gatherings. You're not going from the work party to the grandma's party to the aunt's party, et cetera, et cetera. You know, so I think that that will be helpful, but you're still going to have some decisions to make, you know, choose when you're not going to worry about it, but choose, you know, when you do need to get back on track because you can't have it be a full six week free for all, um, not saving up or skipping meals, to, you know, get to the big one. Um, you're, you know, again, going to have those blood sugar dips, blood sugar spikes. And anytime you're messing with, you know, obviously we don't want to get too far into this, but anytime you're messing with those insulin levels, you're just going to cause fat gain, honestly. Yeah. Yep. And in full transparency, I will share my uh, one holiday tradition. I do that is totally gluttonous, completely enjoyable. And to me, 100% worth it. So my husband and I will do what we call pie day and pie day usually happens around Thanksgiving, but depending on his work schedule and what we have going on, it can, there's wiggle room there Yeah, where we make, um, homemade, it's like an apple crumb pie. Basically the top of the pie tastes like a sugar cookie. Oh my gosh. I mean, this recipe (laughs) all from scratch. And like, we just make pie, eat pie and like watch fun movies. And like, that is the plan for the whole day. Uh And I've been doing that for years and like, it's just so fun. And like, but again, is eating like a whole pie in a day, the best thing? No, I know that. And guess what? On that day, I make the decision that I do not care. Yeah. But also like in the big picture of things, is that one day going to seriously hurt you? Yeah. You know, it's one day I get a massive overload of sugar, butter, fat, carbs, all of it, but like, it's so good. And it's like special to us. Yeah. And you know, that's where like the memories outweigh, like the experience and the memories of it. And then, yeah, it's one day and then we move on and it's not a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, wanted to share that we do do those kinds of things too. We are really. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm on competition prep right now, but I'm still going to, I'm not going to eat myself like I did when I was, you know, younger, but I am going, I'm not going to bring my food scale with me. I am going to have some food that I enjoy. And yes, I have a competition in March, but you know, if it was like the first week in December or something, I wouldn't be able to do that, but I am going to enjoy myself and that is okay. But again, it's when you go from 
grandma's house, to your aunt's house, to your parents' house, to, you know, and you have all these different Thanksgivings all weekend long that you are going to start to see, you know, yourself get into a little bit of trouble. So I love that one day that you have, and then yes, we're going to get back to things. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, And then again, you know, keeping alcohol consumption to, you know, have a plan for that because the more drinks you have, the, the less, um, you know, the farther away your goals tend to get in your mind and you're just not going to make the best decisions. So having water in between, um, you know, or whatever, and then, you know, again, not punishing yourself with food and exercise. So, but we wish you guys the absolute best holiday. We want you to have fun. We want you to enjoy yourself in moderation, keeping your goals in mind. You know, this is, this is a long haul. This isn't, you know, a short period of time. This isn't a six week weight loss challenge. This is forever and ever. Okay. Well, that is about all we have for you guys today. We really appreciate you joining us today. We wish you the best on your holiday and we will catch you in the next one. If you liked this episode, please be sure to subscribe and share it to your Instagram story, Facebook, or any of your social media platforms so that we can help others out there become the best versions of themselves. We so appreciate you listening in and until next time, keep your goals high, but each step attainable.